Hello, this is Mary Colbert, and welcome to Dr. Colbert's Divine Health Podcast. I'm Mary Colbert. And I'm Dr. Don Colbert. (laughs) (laughs) Don's topic today may not plague a lot of people, but it plagues enough people that you see a lot of this. Mary, I tell you, I've been seeing this for 35 years, and I'm seeing more and more. Now, let me tell you, back 35 years ago, these patients would find me, and when I would see one, it would exhaust me so much so that you used to put these patients at the end of the day. I know. Because and you'd only allow one a day. I'm telling <laughs> okay. you. It, you know, and anybody listening to this that knows anybody with fibromyalgia, you know exactly what we're talking about. These people are needy. They're very well, needy. Well, what happens is they are in pain. Right. And they don't realize that most patients I see with fibromyalgia are singing a Someone Done Me Wrong song, and mm-hmm. they have bitterness and unforgiveness mm-hmm. locked in them. And it's so funny. I used to have a physician assistant years ago, and I taught her how to do this trauma release therapy. And I'll never forget this because she went to a meeting for, a, for uh, you know, physician assistants, and they were saying, well, what kind of medicine are you practicing? Her name was Amy. And she says, well, all I know is I see a lot of fibromyalgia patients, and we do this trauma release therapy on every one of them. And for some weird reason, most of them get better after we do it. And I think it's important to say here, right here, if you have fibromyalgia and you're listening to us, do not take offense. Do not sit there and say, oh, they're trying to say this is my fault. Listen. You need to hear what we're going to say because this could be the very answer that you need to hear so that you can get healed. And I believe God has given you, Don, some really hard, cold guidance for these people because we have seen miracles in our office, miracles with people who have it. Now, why is it most women who get it and you don't see it with men? Exactly right. And because, again, hormones have a major influence on this disease, what Mm. we find. Most of these patients with fibromyalgia also have some major hormone imbalances. For example, most are low in progesterone, most are low in testosterone, most are low in DHEAS level, which is our adrenal hormone. And so there's men generally don't get this, which is amazing. The vast majority of these patients are women. I think that's a key point right there. Oh, absolutely. That's like, okay, So the hormone optimization is really, really Mm -hmm. important. And it seems that most of these women do really well once they do better with pellet therapy, hormone pellets, but also creams, testosterone cream in these women. They do great. And the progesterone. Almost all of these women have adrenal fatigue. Almost all of them. So I just we just did they a need to podcast listen to that podcast on, on chronic adrenal. fatigue and yeah. adrenal fatigue they need to because hear that. pretty much all of them have that. But pretty much all of them have the sex hormone imbalance, and almost all of them have sluggish or low thyroid. Wow. Most of these patients have cold hands, cold feet, weight gain, dry skin, brain fog. All and they can you can listen to my uh, thyroid podcast we did. And it'll explain it. So You know, it's concerning to me about fibromyalgia, I'll be honest with you. If the people I've heard who have it, how many doctors quickly put them on an antidepressant? When they go to a regular doctor, they almost always get an anti-inflammatory medicine, they get an antidepressant, and they get a muscle relaxant. And that's it. And sometimes they'll put them on anti-seizure medicines like Lyrica, or they'll put them on let's see, one of these others like what, gabapentin. 
So they just what they're doing is they're band-aiding it. Well, then they're they feel like a zombie. The yeah. They feel like a zombie, and the people no are, wonder their fatigue gets worse. They have not addressed the root cycle problem. Begins. Yeah, exactly. The root problem in most of these patients is offense. They have become offended. That's why you mm. need to listen to our podcast on offense. So pastors out there whose wives have fibromyalgia. Oh, can I tell you, pastors' <laughs> wives generally have more fibromyalgia than most people. In and the that's because they have been offended because so many people have hurt their husband. They many times have every right to be offended. Right. But when they harbor offense, they are signing up for fibromyalgia. Right, because they hear, you know, what's criticized about their husband or sure. their children are being criticized or they are being criticized. And, you know, just any human being can only take so much criticism. Well, also, Mary, realize mm -hmm. in this country, we marriage is under assault. We are seeing so many divorces. We are seeing mm -hmm. so many husbands hooked on pornography. We are seeing so much uh, abusive relationships. And this what this causes is major offense. And when these women get offended, they, they literally meditate on that offense. They share it with as many people that will listen. And they share their someone done me wrong song. And literally it drives that offense deeper and deeper, just like pushing a thorn in deeper and deeper. And what happens, here's what's happening. Let me explain. Dr. John Sarno explained this. He was the professor of clinical rehab medicine at New York University of Medicine. He's treated thousands of patients with back pain. But in the early 1970s, he began uh, questioning the, the popular diagnoses and treatments for back pain because it was anti-inflammatories or back surgery and things like that. So what he found is he found that most of these patients, 88% of patients with chronic back pain, also had histories of chronic tension-induced reactions. These people, these back pain patients, were off-paused off from chronic tension, chronic stress, chronic frustrations, chronic anxiety. A major one was repressed anger and worry. And he theorized that if the tension caused the blood vessels supplying the back muscles and nerves to constrict, it then reduced the blood supply and oxygen to these tissues. The result, painful back spasms. Now, the constriction of the blood vessels also reduced the oxygen supply to the nerves in the back, which resulted in even more pain. Eventually, this state may lead to numbness, the sensation of pins and needles, and even decreased strength in the muscles. The chronic ongoing constriction of the blood vessels created an accumulation of metabolic waste products in the muscles. Isn't this amazing? This is exactly mm -hmm. what happened. He nailed it back decades ago. You see, one of the jobs of the blood is to carry out the waste products. When you constrict those arteries to those muscles, you are actually getting waste products collecting in those muscles, creating more pain, and it's reducing the oxygen to the nerves, creating even more pain. It's a vicious cycle. And what happens is the waste products can't be eliminated, so it becomes an ongoing cycle. We have learned how to, how to get rid of this, and it's crazy. First, we start with something really simple, and the simple thing is getting rid of the tension, that the trigger that caused the tension. And it's almost always offense or repressed anger, or it's literally indigestible anger or rage locked in the muscles. You know, and the scripture is really clear about carrying unforgiveness. And I mean, really, he's very clear about it. He says, if you do not learn to forgive, you will be turned over to the 
tormentors. That's Matthew chapter 18. For and you that's that want to know what where fibromyalgia is. Exactly. They are being tormented. Exactly right. And Those they, that will not forgive will be tormented by the tormentors or torturers, it says. I just think that it's important that we as believers, because people who listen to this podcast, if you're not a believer, you're just not going to understand this. But as a believer, when you submit your life to the Holy Spirit and you submit and say, Lord, take my life. It is yours. I submit to you. Use me. You know, God takes you at your word. He literally takes you at your word that you have surrendered and submitted and given over your life for him to use you how he wishes. And it's amazing. The minute somebody starts, you know, offending us or doing something, we take our life back. (laughs) It's like all of a sudden it's like, nope, it's my life and you're not going to treat me this way and you're not going to whatever. And yet you have to be reminded that if you've given your life to the Lord, that means you surrender all your rights. And I'm not talking about being abused or anything like that, but I'm just saying You've got to learn to quickly forgive. Right. And this and is not keep an account. Exactly right. And that's what uh, the love commandment in 1 Corinthians 13 tells us. Love keeps no record of wrong. Yet so many Christians are carrying a record keeping book mm-hmm. like the, uh, you know, the Orlando the yellow old pages. Phone books. Yeah, the they phone don't books. do them yeah. anymore. They, they do used it. to make the phone books. But it's, it's a huge record keeping book, book yeah. of everything. Someone done me wrong song. They know what they were wearing when they did it. Right. I mean, they know every detail about it, and they and they retell it over right. and over. Yeah, and they over. spread it. They spread it's it. Amazing. But I like, like the scriptures tell us that love keeps no record of wrongs. Now, the only commandment we need to follow as Christians is to love one another as Jesus loved us. Why do we make that so hard? Well, because just, when someone hurts you, you want to get even. You want to get even. That's the flesh. That's the flesh. That's the nature of the flesh. But listen to what the Word of God says in Matthew chapter 18, verse 32. Remember the two servants? Now, I know people are thinking, wait a minute. He's talking about fibromyalgia, and this has gone totally spiritual. Well, it's true. (laughs) This is the root cause of it. I know. This is the thorn, and, and the doctors never remove this thorn. And that's why people have this for the rest of their lives, and the muscles are constricting because you have not removed the thorn of offense. Because here's what happens. When your body's stressed or when you have these traumas that are trapped, it depends on where your stress response uh, is elicited. When people are stressed, some people will flex the muscles in their trapezius muscles in their neck area. And so they always have stress in their muscles yeah, and, of their sh- shoulders. And so those muscles tense up. And so when we go and we check people for fibromyalgia, we diagnose fibromyalgia by severe pain and muscle spasms in three to six different areas of your body. Well, it just so happens these er- now also milder pain in seven or more areas of the body. But where it's trapped, it's always in these muscles. Number one, trapezius muscles. That's why when you shrug your shoulders, uh, what happens that's is the shoulder muscles. those muscles contract the trapezius, and that's where the stress gets locked. Now, when you watch people, and I see them when they come in my office, I can tell immediately where the stress is trapped. And some people, when they get tense or when, they're, when they have fibromyalgia, they're sitting there, and their shoulders are hiked up. 
And I says, why are your shoulders hiked up? What are you thinking about? And I said, drop your shoulders. I can't drop them. So I go over there and I pull their shoulders down. And I say, now doesn't that feel better? When I pull them down, it relaxes the shoulders. And many times their pain starts to go away. I have a little instrument that literally is a percussor. And I put it on those trapezius muscles. And within a minute, they relax. And the mm -hmm. patient said, wow, all the pain's gone away. Why? Because the muscle relaxed, I drop the shoulders back down their normal position. It opens up the blood flow, and all of a sudden the blood flows in. It takes the waste products out. The nerves relax. The nerves stop being inflamed, and all of a sudden the pain goes. It's so simple, and it's something that I show my patients. Some have to get this little instrument, too, and then we correct their posture. We teach them a postural exercise that aligns their posture, that brings their shoulders back, that brings their head over their shoulders, and all of a sudden the, te the tension is taken off. Some people sit on their chair, and I can tell when I walk in a room, I, they're sitting on the very edge of their chair, and I say, why are you sitting on the edge of your chair? Oh, this is how I always sit, on the edge of your chair? You're ready to fight or flee? And so when I check them, they almost always have tension in their upper outer buttocks, and they're literally so ready they to... they have lower back pain. Yes, they have lower back pain because that's where the muscles are mm -hmm. spasming. So all I do is I touch that muscle, ow! they'll scream ow mm. and I said see there your stress is here now I said let me can I please release that I asked their permission I put my little percussor right over that muscle over each one for about a minute boom relax it and I said now how's the pain oh it's gone it's gone now and, yeah if you're listening to this and you're thinking is Dr. Colbert a chiropractor no, <laughs> no. he's a medical I studied doctor. under different uh, <laughs> of the some of the top chiropractors in the world I'm sure that's making some people think I, I thought he was a medical doctor it I sounds am a like a chiropractor <laughs> but it's just we found the answers to these and they're so simple now again if you don't release that offense or that trauma it'll come right back Mm -hmm. And then there's other areas where the muscle spasm occurs, like in the iliotipo bands, in the sides of the thighs, the outer thighs, both legs. When I touch these areas, people come off the chart because they tense those muscles. And again, there's about uh, six, seven, eight different areas of the body I touch. And if a person has severe pain in three to six of these, it's fibromyalgia. They also usually have to have those symptoms of pain for at least three months. And there's no other reasons for the symptoms so we usually will rule out autoimmune disease, you know, lupus, rheumatoid, autoimmune type disease, which can do that. So again, I, I wanted to go back talking about Matthew 18 because it's really important for people to understand this because if you do not forgive, you are literally asking for that chronic pain for the rest of your life. So if you, uh, you want to turn, I like the New Living Translation, and it's talking about the king that forgave his servant who owed a uh, unpayable debt. But this servant that was forgiven the unpayable debt went out and a servant who owed like three months of wages, he demanded him pay him, but he didn't, so he had him cast into prison. So then the message got back to the king. And in verse 31 of Matthew 18, when some of the other servants saw this, they were very upset. So they went to the king and told him everything that happened. Then the king called in the man he had forgiven and said, you evil servant, I forgave you that tremendous debt because you pleaded with me. Shouldn't you have mercy on your fellow servant just as I had mercy on you? Then the angry king sent the man to prison to be tortured until he had paid his entire debt. In other words, he was turned over to the torturers in the King James Version, it says to the tormentors. Let me tell you something. Fibromyalgia is a tormentor. And so it's important to release this unforgiveness, this bitterness, 
this offense because, again, you were forgiven the most ultimate debt, and Jesus forgave you when you accepted him as your Lord and Savior. Shouldn't you forgive other people who've offended you? And you have to do this daily. This is not something you can just do one day and then think, okay, I did it. Right. Uh, it's a daily, every day. You know, his mercies are new every morning. So sometimes you're just going to have to exercise that forgiveness muscle like you would working yeah, out at right. the gym. Uh, you're going to have to first. exercise exactly. the forgiveness right. muscle every morning by forgiving, canceling the debt. Maybe at night before you go to bed and you'll sleep better. Lord, you ask the Holy Spirit to give you the ability and he will right. because he is the give, giver of forgiveness. God himself is the giver of forgiveness. So if you need to be able to forgive, ask him and he will liberally give you the ability to forgive. Now, uh, let me kind of illustrate this because back 20 plus years ago, I saw a patient, I believe her name was, let's just call her Jill. But anyway, she came to see me with severe fibromyalgia, with severe chronic fatigue, couldn't sleep at night. And uh, she was obese and just felt horrible. And I, so I started digging in her history. And of course, I take a complete history and come to find out that she was married and her husband had an affair, a long ongoing affair with her best friend. Now, this could be many patients of yours because you have had several come in thousands, with these same thousands, things. Thousands, I know. So be very generic. <laughs> so what happened is, it just so happened that this lady that uh, her husband was having an affair with, that was her best friend, her husband was a big old guy. And he learned about it, and he came over to this woman's house and beat up her husband so bad he put him in the hospital. Now, what happened is the wife was all concerned, but she learned about her husband having the affair, and she was heartbroken. And then her husband, or her best friend, had it with her best friend, so she was hurt majorly. But what hurt her the most is here she brought her husband food in the hospital, was there every day. She felt so guilty about him getting beat up. Right by the woman he was having an affair with husband, husband. Right. that now she felt guilty of right. telling him because he just about killed the guy. Right. And so now he's in the hospital. And she was and she taking feels guilty. And she was taking her favorite food to her husband, you know, I think it's Kentucky fried chicken or whatever. Who knows? But anyway, what happened one day she went to the hospital, her husband was in ICU and she talks to the nurse. She says, Where's my husband? He's gone. And she says, oh, your husband la left laughing with this woman, described her a pretty blonde-headed woman. <gasps> she says, that's my best friend. And then she was mortified. Then she was angry. Then she had seething bitterness and embarrassment and humiliation all Because together. here she'd been coming to the hospital, visiting him, bringing him food and all kinds of things. And he exits out of the hospital <laughs> right. with the person he'd been having an affair with. Right. So, now, to make a long story short. Instead of her reframing it and going, thank you, Jesus, yeah. for delivering me <laughs> yes, from this amen. scumbag, yes, you know, amen. instead she turns on herself. This is nuts, she, ladies. Right. Listening, now, that's this, nuts. Now, listen to what happened. She started hating herself. She was humiliated. She was embarrassed. She couldn't face anyone. She got a divorce. She gained about 100 pounds of weight and literally continued hating herself, couldn't forgive herself, couldn't forgive her husband, couldn't forgive her best friend, was happy that the uh, neighbor's husband had beat him up, okay? And so she came to me with all of this trauma trapped in all of her muscles. 
literally she came in with crippled, clenched, clenched, basically clenched fists, 100 mm -hmm. pounds of weight gain, pain in her knees, pain over, all over her body, pain in her forearms, pain in her shoulders, pain in her back, pain in her buttocks, pains in her thighs, pains all over. And doctors couldn't do anything. They had her on antidepressants, anti-inflammatories, they had her on muscle relaxants, gabapentin, you name it. You, just in case someone's listening to this and you've had something similar happen to you, instead of you turning on yourself and becoming the worst person you could be, you need to refocus and become the best person you can be. The greatest vengeance to someone who's had this happen is to become the person that they regret having done it to by you becoming the best person you can be. I know that we have a family member going through this, same sort of thing, divorce. And she's gaining weight, and she's bitter, and nobody mm -hmm. wants to be around her, and she's a miserable person because the same thing happened to her, except it wasn't her best friend, it was a stranger. But nevertheless, instead of becoming the best person she could be to where her husband would regret, look at her and go, yeah, man, right, I made right. a mistake. I right. mean, that's what you want to do. That's right. Is yeah. become the best person you can be, not turn on yourself and become the worst. That's just my right. two now, cents. Now, let me explain what happened to this lady when I first saw her. Because when I first saw her, literally, she said, uh, don't touch me. Don't touch me. I hurt all over. Mm -hmm. I said, uh, what do you mean? You can't, I can't touch you anywhere? Because I had to feel all her trigger points and go through it to just make sure. But literally, every place I touched on her skin was painful. And she said, I said, well, my goodness, what happens if someone hugs you? Oh, no one can hug me. She said, I would literally cry if anyone even gave me a light hug because I'm in such severe pain. Now, again, I, I want to just kind of paint the picture because this is how bad this lady was. She had the worst fibromyalgia. I said, this is the worst I've ever seen. Probably the worst there is. But she had mm -hmm. the most offense there was. Now, listen to what I did. This is really important because literally I saw this lady's life literally transform within 30 minutes. So I did trauma release therapy. And what I did is I did a combination of, uh, I identified the trauma. Most of the trauma was deceit and betrayal. And I identified it, and literally we have these acupuncture meridians so that when I stimulated these acupuncture meridians and she re-felt re the trauma, I broke it. Then I reframed her mind instead of being full of bitterness and unforgiveness, I had to release the offense. And we use breathing, we use tapping on these acupuncture meridians, and we use colored glasses and eye movements. And it's a trauma resolution therapy I've been kind of developing over the last 30 years mm -hmm. that I've been doing, and I call it forgiveness therapy or trauma resolution therapy. But what I did is I took her through this. She released that trauma that was trapped in these muscles, all the muscles, but especially the deceit and betrayal and unforgiveness toward herself and these other two individuals, her ex-husband and her best friend, and herself. Okay, that was a huge one, herself. And when we did this, her whole body relaxed. She went into what the Chinese call a yin or relaxation state. Now, this lady had not been relaxed for 20-something years. She went into a deep, relaxed state. And then afterwards, I, I unwound all her muscles, but her, all her muscles just relaxed. And all those muscles that were tense just totally relaxed. The blood flow came back in, and all the pain throughout her body left within 30 minutes of completing that therapy. Now, before, people couldn't even touch her. We could literally press on those muscles, no pain.
Now, what I did after that is I started alkalinizing her body with uh, alkaline water. And since then, I've learned some really good things that alkalinize the body. Number one is I, our buffered pH called Vaxa, V-A-X-A, buffered pH, one or two pills twice a day. Or what's real cheap that you can get on, on Amazon is just get Alka-Seltzer Gold, which contains potassium citrate. And you take one little dissolvable pill and four ounces of water in the morning, one in the afternoon, and it brings your urine pH up to about 7, 6.5, 7.5, somewhere in between generally. And it helps the body. It literally buffers the acids of the body and the tissues so that the body can literally clean out the, all the acids that have been stored in those muscles that have been constricted. So again, real simple. That's an amazing program. And that's probably one of the most, the worst fibromyalgia patient I've ever seen. And yet we got the most dramatic effect. And long term, she lost her weight. She, uh, again, her fibromyalgia was gone. We balanced her hormones. We balanced her adrenals. And it is amazing how our body healed. We also put her on natural hormones. That progesterone is absolutely amazing for my women. And I didn't know about testosterone back then, the power of testosterone, but I put her on the natural micronized progesterone. I put her on a little DHA, some adrenal rebuilders, and I uh, got her sleeping. And that progesterone is so good for helping women sleep and for resetting the adrenals. And even back then, I was using my DSF. I've been using this for 25 years on patients. I put on the DSF, the progesterone, that seemed to be the magic mixture along with an alkalinization supplement. And then uh, also a little thyroid. It's amazing how these women need a little natural. I didn't know about, I didn't have my thyroids on back then. So I put on a little natural desiccated thyroid and, uh, and then... She started sleeping again, the weight melted off, and she lived a normal life from then on. And this has happened with literally hundreds of other fibromyalgia patients we treated. Mm -hmm. But we have to take them through that trauma release therapy. I and find. none of it is prescribing a drug. No. That is what is amazing. Right. And, and then you've got to reset those adrenals. All of those patients have adrenal issues, uh, adrenal fatigue. The other thing that helps is uh, the new things we're doing for these patients is our hemp oil. Hemp oil is absolutely amazing at calming down the body, relaxing the muscles. And also I will use in some of these patients this uh, CBD uh, muscle mist that you can spray on the muscles to relax them. And uh, we use percussor still for some patients. But generally, once you do the trauma release therapy. Uh, the and, body and begins put them, to heal. Right. And, and put them on the Alka-Seltzer Gold. It's amazing how the body heals. And uh, again, the progesterone. The progesterone seems to be almost critical for those patients. The natural micronized progesterone. And again, I have a podcast. We talked on that under uh, the hormone zone. So there's some other things I've got to mention, too, because... Some patients are really bad, and there's some simple little fixes you can try that for some people, they're absolutely amazing. And one is a de—well, it's not a decongestant. It's a mucolytic called guafenicin. And guafenicin is in such supplements as Robitussin or Mucinex. And what they found, it, uh, guafenicin comes from the guaiac tree. It's been used in medicine for centuries. But it received FDA approval in 1952. It's an expectorant. That's what Robitussin is. And it's most commonly used to treat coughs and works by loosening the mucus in your lungs and sinuses when you have chest congestion due to colds and flus and bronchitis or even allergies. 
And so what, what they found, this one doctor, Dr. Paul St. Amand in the early 90s, he started treating fibromyalgia with guafenicin. And he found that guafenicin could reverse fibromyalgia symptoms in some patients by removing excess phosphates from the body, which guafenicin can do. Now, he put them on usually 300 milligrams twice a day initially, and then many would have to be increased to 600 milligrams twice a day. For some people, it was miraculous in helping fibromyalgia symptoms. The only word of caution, he says, that salicylates or aspirin derivatives can block the benefits of guafenicin for fibromyalgia patients. So that can be in aspirin cream. It can be in even mouthwashes like uh, Listerine mouthwash has some uh, salicylates in it. And also some cosmetics and personal care products and lotions and gels can also contain salicylates. So that's the only caveat. So salicylate is, it prevents this from working. Right. So that's aspirin, okay. aspirin compounds. Any compound that has any salicylates or aspirin compounds like aspirin cream. Yes, working. exactly. Okay. And the other thing that's helped my fibromyalgia patients is low-dose naltrexone. And we've been using this for 20 plus years in some autoimmune patients, chronic fatigue patients, fibromyalgia patients. And what uh, naltrexone is, it's an opioid antagonist. So in other words, if a patient overdoses on heroin or, or some uh, narcotic or fentanyl or uh, you know, some opioid, it reverses it because now the naltrexone binds to your body, but in tiny doses, here's what it does. It binds to your body's opioid receptors and blocks that response. So they can't get the high from the opioid. But we also have endogenous opioid receptors. But the low-dose naltrexone boosts the levels of your body's natural endorphins. Those are your feel-good chemicals which are your body's natural pain relievers. So endorphins are those chemicals our body produces when we get the runner's high. You've heard of the runner's high? That's from endorphins. But you can also get this from this low-dose naltrexone. The endorphins make you feel real good. They make you feel really, really good, which can improve your quality of life, and it helps patients with fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue. And it only takes like 4.5 milligrams at bedtime. It's important to take it at bedtime, empty stomach, and they show that it decreases inflammation in cells and even in the microglial cells of the brain. The microglial cells can cause fatigue and pain that are, always, that are commonly seen in chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia patients. But uh, low-dose naltrexone reduces inflammation of these cells, and so many times fibromyalgia pain is decreased dramatically. So that's a, a little caveat for some patients. Again, not all patients. Usually I start with the simple thing, the trauma resolution therapy. Get rid of the trauma, and it's usually amazing how so many people start to heal with that, and then put them on a little adrenal rebuilder like my DSF, put my women, because uh, it almost always occurs in women, put them on the natural micronized progesterone sublingual tab or capsule at bedtime. Usually 150 milligrams works the best. Put them on some natural thyroid, like natural desiccated thyroid, which helps, as well as some women may need a sleep supplement, be it melatonin or magnesium 3 innate, which is called NeuroMag. For some reason, this magnesium is the only one that penetrates the blood-brain barrier and relaxes the muscles and helps my women sleep, especially with fibromyalgia. And then uh, the other things is alkalinizing the urine by, and the tissues by giving them that little bit of Alka-Seltzer Gold 
usually, uh, it's got to be the gold, not regular Alka-Seltzer. That's aspirin, okay? <laughs> Don't use Alka-Seltzer. It's got to be the Alka-Seltzer gold. And we take one little tablet. Gold, G-O-L-D. G-O-L-D. One tablet and four ounces of water in the morning and one tablet and four ounces of water in the evening, not before bed. We don't want you having to get up and go to the bathroom. And then correcting any other hormone imbalances, especially for women, testosterone. That's the key hormone for women, along with thyroid. you got to get that thyroid balance. And it's amazing how the body heals. And I wrote a book on this years ago because we had such tremendous results with fibro. This was like 20 years ago. I wrote a book, mm-hmm. The Bible Cure for mm-hmm. Fibromyalgia. Mm-hmm. And it still, it still works. It still and, works. And the key thing is my trauma resolution therapy mm-hmm. because we've, we are light years ahead of where we used to be. But I saw some of the greatest um, miracles of fibromyalgia mm-hmm. when I had the least knowledge. Okay, <laughs> Now I have so much more knowledge. And my mm-hmm. patients back then, they were much worse than they are now. Yeah, but it's amazing how those simple little things work so good. We just put so many pieces of the puzzle together for fibromyalgia. Well, maybe the word is getting out. So do yourself and friends and family the benefit of sharing this podcast with someone you know who needs to hear it. You need to be an extension cord of God's healing power. Please go to our website, drcolbert.com. And on there, there's videos of Don teaching and educating on supplements, what to take, how to take. I mean, our website is full of amazing information. Be sure and visit that. And whenever you sign up for our supplements and you reorder on a monthly basis, just know you're becoming a partner of Don and Mary Colbert and Divine Health and helping us do what we want to do, which is bring good information, solid information that is new. And so we appreciate your partnership with us and share the good news. Oh, but Mary, I got to add something else. You okay. know this. I, I know, know I've got, got so, much, so information. much information. All right. Again, if you have fibromyalgia, please, please, please listen to the chronic fatigue podcast that I, that I've done. Ah, also. Yes. That these two build on one another. So many people with fibromyalgia also have chronic fatigue mm-hmm. and those patients benefit so much from the Myers IV This Myers IV is IV nutrition that restores the adrenals better than most anything else. It contains the magnesium, the calcium uh, gluconate, the methyl B12, which is the active form of vitamin B12, the B6, which is pyridoxine, the uh, pantothenic acid, the B-complex, the vitamin C. These are critical at rebooting the adrenals. And I give these once a week to patients. You can find a doctor that can do this by going usually to worldhealth.net. And or just you can Google Myers IV to find someone in your area that can do that. And usually once a week is sufficient. And then, uh, again, some people need that IV glutathione because IV glutathione, glutathione is that master antioxidant, that master anti-inflammatory that helps to restore the mitochondria, too. And again, listen to the chronic fatigue podcast because these two go together beautifully. Good information. And when, when you do that, it's, it's so easy to clear this. This is not something you have to live with the rest of your life. We clear this on a regular basis every week in patients. It's amazing how it works. Praise God. Well, we pray for you and we pray that you share this good information with people. And God bless you until the next one. Amen. Now, remember, Mary, you used to put these patients at the end of the day. Now I see them at the beginning of the day. They used to exhaust me. Now I'm excited because when I see a fibromyalgia patient, I know that God can heal them. It's great. So you can be healed, too. God bless you. We'll see you next time.